A new poll from Gallup shows that liberals now only outnumber conservatives in six states, which is down from nine, and that 25 states show a significant conservative advantage. One of the things I've talked about quite a bit in the past couple weeks is how, according to a poll from Gallup and Pew, the Democrats mainly want to move more moderate. Now, conservatives also want to move further to the right, but the percentage of people associated with the Democrats who want to go further left, it's only about 40%. So something interesting happens, at least in, in my opinion. For the moderate Democrat, when you look at the, the presidential candidates right now, the 2020 nominees, they're moving further and further left. And the closest candidate to you as a moderate is going to be a Republican, which in my opinion shows us why this may be happening. That when you ask someone who used to be a Democrat, who do they side with, they're going to start believing they're conservative, even if they're not, because they have no choice. Today, let's take a look at the latest information, but also go over some stories over the past few years, which I think exemplify why many people feel pushed away from the Democratic Party. But before we get started, make sure you follow me over at Minds at Minds.com slash TimCast. We're setting up a distributed newsroom called the Subverse Newsroom for our new YouTube channel, Subverse, where we want you to get involved and share stories you think aren't getting enough airtime. If you want to support these videos, just share them on social media to help spread the message. The first story from the Washington Examiner, Gallup, liberals outnumber conservatives in only six states, down from nine. They say the number of states where liberals outnumber conservatives has dropped more than 30% with just six now in that category, Massachusetts, Hawaii, Vermont, Washington, New York, and New Hampshire. According to the latest Gallup survey, in every other state but California where conservatives and liberals split 29% to 29%, conservatives lead. Nationally, those who identify themselves conservative hold a nine-point lead. They add, before conservatives start to cheer, Gallup said the gap used to be 21 points and a handful of the state numbers fall in the margin of error. But the survey still shows a large swath of red and pink states bookended by the whole West Coast, New England and the Mid-Atlantic, including the Washington, D.C. area. The only Midwest state shaded light blue, which signifies less conservative than average, is Illinois. The residents of most U.S. states are more likely to identify as conservative than as liberal in their political ideology. In 25 states, the conservative advantage is significantly greater than the national average, including 19, quote, highly conservative states in which conservatives outnumber liberals by at least 20 percentage points, said Gallup. Now, I chose this source on the article specifically because Examiner tends to be conservative. I could be wrong, but that's at least how I see it. And I definitely want to look at the actual Gallup article. But there's something I find particularly interesting in how people are identifying politically. I made a video quite a a while ago where I asked people to take their political compass test. Many people thought they were conservative, and they sent me messages and posted images of their political compass test where they said, I was shocked to find I was a social liberal, meaning you're just center-left, because they really thought they were conservatives. And the reason is, the mainstream left has begun to adopt far-left rhetoric, when in reality, most Democrats and most centrist or center-left individuals don't realize they're actually on the left because they don't align with mainstream identitarianism. But let's take a look at the actual Gallup poll and look at some more nuanced information. They have this chart where it says, Americans' political ideology by state 2018. You can see dark red is highly conservative. Pink is more conservative than average. Gray is about average. And then you have light blue, less conservative than average, to blue, more liberal than conservative. And there are actually only six states that are more liberal than conservative, which I gotta admit is rather shocking to me. It means that a lot of very important states coming into 2020 are average 
meaning Trump has a good chance of winning. They haven't swayed. And we can look at the obvious contenders that lean slightly more liberal, and still, the way the Electoral College is set up, these votes are going to go to a Democrat in all likelihood. But these gray states are where a 2020 candidate may want to focus on. Two interesting bits of information. Mississippi ranked as the most conservative state in 2018, with 50% of residents identifying as conservative and 12% as liberal, for a gap of 38 points. 29% of Mississippians said they are moderate, and 9% had no opinion. Massachusetts was the most liberal state in 2018, with 35% of its residents describing their political views as liberal and 21% as conservative. Massachusetts was the first state Gallup measured with more liberal than conservative identifiers in 2008 and has been the state most consistently leaning more liberal than conservative. They then go through a chart of every state, which shows from conservative down to liberal. So we can see starting with Mississippi, it goes to Alabama, South Dakota, etc. And we can see that there's actually more states that lean conservative, which basically is the summary of the article. Now, I know many of you who follow my videos have seen this several times at this point, but I need to include it for anybody who may be new to this concept. If you're not familiar, according to Gallup, November 13th to 18th, 2018, most Democrats, 54% want more moderate policy. Only 41% want more liberal. Now, many progressives contested the idea of something that means more liberal, But I think in the colloquial sense, it means moving further to the left. We can easily see that conservatives want to move to the right, and so do Democrats. And these results were repeated by Pew. In a January 2019 poll, we can see that 53% of Democrats want to be more moderate. Only 40% want to be more liberal. So as I explained in the beginning of this video, what I think happens is somebody who is a center-left moderate Democrat is looking to their left and looking to their right. When you look at the 2020 presidential candidates, they're adopting far-left rhetoric. They're embracing the Green New Deal, which for some reason includes identitarianism along with environmentalism, which confuses me and, quite honestly, it pisses me off. I like environmentalism. I don't want to support an identitarian piece of legislation. So other Democrats, presumably in a similar space to me, are looking at the Democrats and saying they have gone so far left, the closest option is likely going to be a Republican. Now, for me, I probably still wouldn't vote Republican because they don't reflect my values. But there are a lot of people that are looking for core issues and they're trying to understand. And if the far left is willing to embrace censorship or they're willing to be mean and push people away, the conservatives are standing not that far away, waving, offering up a beer to have a conversation. It's going to be very easy for conservatives to convince the moderate Democrats they're no longer Democrats. And in my opinion and in my my experience, I've seen this to be true. Former Occupy Wall Street activists, now Trump supporters, former Bernie Sanders supporters, now Trump supporters. That actually was shocking to me. I went to a party and I met people with Trump hats on who told me they supported me since Occupy Wall Street. Yes, there were people who supported the left-wing activism of Occupy who are now Trump supporters. There are a few reasons why I think this may be, and I want to highlight a a recent news story that may exemplify the issue. This story is from today. Bill Maher mocks middle Americans as less affluent and educated, saying they want to be us. Real-time host Bill Maher on Friday derided middle Americans in red states as envious of their blue state counterparts in wide-ranging remarks that also included criticism of Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos for not building its headquarters in poorer states. HBO's Marr blamed Bezos for pitting wealthy cities against one another in a real estate battle over where the next Amazon headquarters would be built, while ignoring states that he argued would benefit most from thousands of new jobs. This, after a previous deal to build in New York City fell through. 
Bill Maher went on to say, we have orchestras and theater districts and world-class shopping. We have Chef Wolfgang Puck. They have Chef Boyardee. He continued, the blue parts of America are having a big prosperity party while the big sea of red feels like their invitation got lost in the mail and they still use the mail. The comedian went on to explain why he thinks red state voters are so, quote, pissed off. The flyover states have become the past over states. That's why red state voters are so pissed off. They don't hate us. They want to be us. Bill Maher got a lot of criticism for that statement because it seemed like he was insulting the red states. And he, he kind of was a bit disrespectful. I can understand why people would feel that way, but he brings up a really good point. People tend not to care about what's happening to middle America. They tend not to care about the loss of manufacturing jobs. These people feel dejected. And when the media puts out stories talking about Bill Maher making fun of them for having Chef Boyardee, it does feel that way. We can take a look at this story from the Washington Post in 2017. Trump's first D.C. dinner as president, an overcooked $54 steak, period, with ketchup, period. When I heard this story, it actually fascinated me, and I immediately understood why so many people decided to vote for Trump outside of political or policy reasons. I grew up on the south side of Chicago. There's a reason why we would eat well-done steaks overcooked with ketchup. Because when you're eating crappy, low-grade meat, you've got to cook them through, and they don't taste that good, so you slap ketchup on them. But what does it say to a poor middle American, someone who doesn't make a lot of money, maybe lost their job, that the president eats food the way they do, that the president likes his steak the same way they do? It makes them feel accepted. It makes them feel normal. But what happens when the elite journalists start ragging on Trump for eating like a poor person? What happens when they start ragging on middle Americans for being uneducated? When they say, oh, we're the college educated, we're smarter than you. Well, it makes people resentful. And it makes a lot of people want to vote for Trump to spite you because you're a mean person. But we also have this story from just a couple days ago. Will Summer tweeted, Trump employs a QAnon conspiracy theory believer as pastry chef at Mar-a-Lago. She posts about QAnon gingerbread houses and QAnon bunt cakes. The story was heavily criticized, even by people on the left, for targeting a private individual who is not newsworthy. Glenn Greenwald tweeted, This media practice of shaming low-level workers, ordinary citizens, and powerless people for their political views is disgusting, punching down bullying. Like that time CNN's Drew Griffin badgered an old Florida woman for unwittingly posting a Russian ad. Will Summer responded by saying, a Trump employee using her position to promote a violent conspiracy theory is obviously newsworthy. And Will Chamberlain responded, quote, using her position. She is a pastry chef. It really does seem like there's many different factors playing into Trump's favor. For one, as I mentioned, the Democrats seem to be embracing far left rhetoric. The reason for this, I think, is because of Twitter. Seriously, the squeaky wheel gets the grease and those who post the most aggressive hot takes will get more retweets. And these politicians look to this. They see what gets shared and they think this must be what America wants. But most Americans aren't engaging on Twitter. Most moderate liberals are probably not getting into flame wars on the internet. But the politicians believe this bubble on the internet is real and they chase after it. Moderate Democrats then look at the party and they look at who their options are and they think these people are too far left for me. What do I do? But then you have some people in middle America, who are being insulted and mocked and targeted by a liberal elite media. Whether or not you think the media is a liberal institution or overwhelmingly liberal is not the point when they feel like it is. Now, according to research, and especially from Pew and Neiman Lab, yes, we know that media tends to be overwhelmingly liberal. But it seems like the establishment Democrats on the left don't really pay attention to how regular Americans feel, or they just don't care. 
And so based on these factors, I am not surprised to see that now there are more states that are identifying as conservative or where conservatives outnumber liberals than we've seen in a really long time. States that are more likely to be liberal down from nine to only six. At a certain point, when you start attacking people, insulting people, and moving away from what people are actually looking for, the closest thing available to them is not going to be the far left. They're moderate. The only thing they can do is vote Republican. This is a huge mistake for the Democrats, and I think, I've said it before, I think the Republicans, the right, has a clear path to victory for a long time moving forward. But let me know what you think in the comments below. We'll keep the conversation going. You can follow me on Minds at TimCast. Stay tuned to new videos every day at 4 p.m. Eastern, and I'll have more videos on my second channel at YouTube.com slash TimCastNews starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for hanging out, and I will see you all next time.